TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dustin and George has been hanging out a long time to talk Kyrie. So really? We don't uh, usually take a ton of calls on the G.O. and Jones program. So when they're there, they're waiting. I want to get to them. And then right we'll after that, him, we'll get to Jordan Speed. Does that sound good? Everybody? Yes, good? sir. Everybody happy? Uh, Dustin and George of CBS Sports Radio. What's happening, Dustin? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I'm a big Minnesota Timberwolves fan and everything, but uh, I was thinking about trading. How about to say Wiggins, uh, Belich, and Aldridge? Wiggins goes back to Cleveland, the team that drafted him. I mean, that's not enough to get that deal done. No, though. you're I gonna mean, have to give up some picks as well, some first round picks. Well, we yes, got that you get lottery protected. We got that lottery protected pick from Utah. Well, I mean, but lottery protected. We're talking Kyrie Irving, 25 years old. You know. Um, it's tough because the people on that roster you don't want to part with at this point uh, that that are I mean I don't even know if I'm I'm messing with that right now in in Minnesota I don't I, what they built there I think they're really happy with I think they're really happy with the roster from top to bottom bringing Jimmy Butler in there the young guys that are maturing and to go and now break that up before you even had an opportunity to have him out there on the court for Kyrie they got Irving. rid of Rubio right. Yeah. The, yeah, so he's gone. So you bring Kyrie in. He's your point guard. You got Butler playing Didn't the two. Teague go there though. Teague went there. Oh, didn't Teague he? went there. Yeah, so he's yeah. their point guard. Oh, so well, we can point. get rid of Teague. We get we got to wait till December fifteenth for Teague though. So you get Teague, you send Teague and Wiggins to Cleveland, and you send a, a, a number one pick to Cleveland for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, you can't you can't get rid of Teague that quickly. If they you acquired them in a why not? They draft guys and get rid of them ten it's, seconds later. Why not? Is because of the the NBA rules. I think I have to double check on that. But but I I don't think Minnesota is going to part. I don't think it's going to work there. I mean I know he put him on the list, but I don't think he's going to work there unless you're going to really break up that team. You want to trade Carl Anthony Towns? No, sure, you can get Kyrie Irving. No, 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 I know no. you're not. But no. but my point is being that they're not going to. I don't think they're going to part when they're big chips. They're able to get that done. So you give up Wiggins, you give up a couple of first round picks. More than enough to get it done. I don't know. That's don't more than know. enough. While LeBron's still there, LeBron wanted Wiggins out in the first place. Well, He's LeBron's gonna... not running anything anymore. Kyrie Irving is, okay? <laughs> then you get the memo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take, you take my yes, sir, Dustin. It's... You, what is you? The phone in my limo is busted, man. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You look one-to-one with these teams. It doesn't make a lot of sense. You, there has to be a multiple-team deal. Has to be, I think, in order to get it done. And the more I think about it, it's not going to get done. Yeah. Well, I'm right, thinking about those multi uh, multiple team deals. It makes your head hurt. It yeah. does. Yeah, not really, especially with the NBA matching oh, salaries yeah. and all that. Uh. It's very complicated. Mm-hmm. And then to think that this has been on the table since July seventh, and we haven't heard a thing about it, <laughs> shows you how complicated it is. So who leaked this? Are you are you believing the reports uh, that it was LeBron's camp? Why would they want it out there? They want to make Kyrie look bad. I'm so upset with Kyrie that he would demand to be traded, and he feels overwhelmed by the presence of the king. Uh, so they, they on the way out, want to make him look bad when he has assisted LeBron in bringing a championship there to Cleveland. He's assisted LeBron in resurrecting his franchise. Why make him look bad? You're that upset with the guy? 
that he didn't come to you, or, or maybe he did come to you, uh, and 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 but you 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 want to kick him on the way out? Well, that's the only one that would make sense because the Cavaliers, I think, at that point when the list becomes public, the fact that he wants out becomes public, then all of a sudden his value goes down because people say, okay, well, you have to trade him. He can't go back there, just like what nope. you were saying. Walking back into that locker room, good mm. luck with that. Mm-hmm. You have to trade him. So that kind of hampers them in their negotiations. If things get hot and heavy, a team could say, nah, then we're not going to part with this guy because right. you're going to have to deal with the mess if he exactly. stays there. Exactly. Who has the leverage now? So that's why the only – and Kyrie, I don't think – why would Kyrie want it out? All this stuff doesn't make him look good. He went in there and said that behind closed doors – he hasn't said anything publicly, so that leaves you with LeBron or another player on the team that wanted it out. So those are the only other things that make sense to me. And does it matter, really? Does it matter who outed Kyrie Irving and his trade demands? I, 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 no, it doesn't matter, but it does make it interesting. It makes LeBron. it very interesting considering this happened two weeks ago. Uh, demands for were demanded <laughs> two weeks ago, and yet it's been quiet up until now. Yeah. Shoot didn't drop till Friday. Amazing. Coming up in less than an hour, we'll go out to Cleveland to talk to a man who's in the thick of it, Andy Baskin from 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. But yesterday, what an amazing performance by Jordan Spieth. He is the Open champion. And at Royal Burkdale yesterday, doing things that are not supposed to be done. And everybody will be talking about, for good reason, the missing of the meltdown, I'll call it. Because it was very close to being another meltdown. As his tee shot is about as bad as a professional tee shot could possibly be. And in in defense of my throwing arm, uh, throwing last week was not as wayward as that tee shot. It was not. Ends up in a place where he can't even play it. Nope. Has to take the one-shot penalty. It, well, it was interesting. He, he asked, the driving range, is is that out of bounds? And it wasn't, so he goes there, and that gives him the better chance of trying to save, uh, save par or, or save bogey, which he ended up saving bogey. Uh, so uh, good for him to even have that mindset, that the thought that maybe I can go to the driving range and I'll be better off than hitting it out of this mess. And, and so he does that, and... Um, you're still upset, upset with that shot, that the approach shot, even though he's closer to the hole and he ends up saving bogey. And, and it, it went on for a long, long time. 20-something minutes, 23 minutes, I believe. And and, and even Jordan Spieth said. 29? 29 yeah. minutes. So even Jordan Spieth said that, he, he said, I, I didn't really even think it was fair for Matt Kuchar yeah. to have to, to sit there or kneel there, whatever he was doing. At all that time, but I mean, I had this was my moment here. I had to make sure this wasn't going to go awry. And I really do think that a moment like that, where we've seen in the past at the Masters, a guy completely melt into a puddle of poo out there when he's got a big lead, and then to be leading this tournament from the get go every single day, and then to have in the rain and the wind and have that tee shot go where it was, be able to save bogey on that. And then just light the course on fire. And to go, you know, uh, hit the the 50-foot putt for eagle, the birdie, and and then at that point run and hide is, (laughs) I mean, that is one of those career-defining moments. You you have a three-shot lead. You lose the three-shot lead. You hit that wayward shot. You overcome that. And then you just go on a putting terror 
and, and, and he's been known for his putting. He's amazing. He's not one of these long hitters like a Dustin Johns and some of the other guys on tour. He's just steady as he goes, and he puts like lights out. And to be back in that moment, back in that situation, and he was honest about, it. yeah, I thought about that Masters meltdown. Uh, but to get back in, how many times have, have things not gone your way and you can't wait to be in that situation again to see how you go about doing it differently? He gets back into that situation, and it's a totally different outcome than what occurred during the Masters a few years back. Uh, so the, the mental uh, the mental strength that he, he possessed and, and he showcased was, was phenomenal, and, and his putting was just off the charts. I mean, that eagle putt you just mentioned – uh, just come the next hole, 14, after the Wayward Channel 13 comes back and he birdies that hole. And then the Eagle putt, uh, he, he just put on a clinic, man. That was that was phenomenal to watch. Hook'em horns, Jordan Spieth. That's right, hook'em horns, baby. Yep, there it was. Now he's got three legs of the Grand Slam. He does. And um, maybe get to the PGA. Where's the PGA this, this year, Mike? Do you know which course? Come on, start looking out for it a month away. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, but, I don't know. It doesn't the, say it right here. But to... to be so young and, and so steady out there, and, and it's all about that putting. If you know golf, they always say you drive for show, you putt for dough, and he's he's one of the best. Hook him by God. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What he Char- said. Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte. Quail Hollow. Club. Quail Hollow. Cool. You've played there? No. Oh, okay. No. Never you were going to play a, a big-time course today. I was supposed today. to play today. Uh, Baltus Raw. Yeah. And what happened there? Well, it still may go on. I'm not sure. Okay. 12.30 is the uh, shotgun, uh, but it's maybe still raining. Mm. So who knows? You don't want to be out there in the rain. I do not, especially considering I haven't picked up a golf club in well over a year. What town is Balthasrall in? Uh, that would be, thoughts on an S, I believe. Shanksville or something? Shanks, that's what, that was <laughs> That was Jordan Spieth on 13. He was in Shanksville. <laughs> Springfield, New Jersey. See, I was close in S, Springfield. All right, let's see. Check so, the weather out. That's what I'm going to do right now. Springfield. Give me the uh, smooth jazz music for yes, the. Yes, come on. That's, for the weather. <laughs> Springfield. Mm-hmm. Spring, there's a New Jersey Springfield, huh? Because I'm not seeing it right. There's a Springfield everywhere. You sure it's Springfield? Springfield, New Jersey. Springfield Jersey. Township? All right. Springfield, yeah, New Jersey. Township. Mm. Go. Okay, here we go. Very pressure this afternoon for Springfield Township. Currently in Springfield, New Jersey. It's 69 degrees and cloudy. High of 73. Thunderstorm possible at 10.15 a.m. 35% chance at 10 a.m. 55% chance at 11 a.m. 35% chance at 12 p.m. And from there on out, just a mild threat of showers. Like we're going to be playing golf. Brian will be at Balthasrol, which is... Harder to say than it should be. Now, am I correct? They played the U.S. Open there last year? Yes. It was and it rained year. like crazy. Did it? During that, I believe so. Did it last year or the year before? Definitely I think recently. They a, yeah, they had a ton of rain. Balthasrol. Balthasrol. <laughs> Balthasrol. Balthasrol. <laughs> um, you mentioned the mental fortitude yes. of Jordan Speed. Mental fortitude. That's what old, That's the first thing in that year in 2015, that's what everybody talked about, was how unbelievably unwavering mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth was. So that's why his master's meltdown kind of was surprising. Yeah. So then when this happened yesterday on 13, I'm thinking, is who is the real Jordan Spieth? Uh-oh. Who is the real Jordan Spieth? Is this a 
choke artist we have in our hands who has seen his best days as a young lad? Or is this one of golf's greats? And he answered that question. One of golf's greats. One of golf's greats. That's how we make him at University of Texas. And I'm going to try to get through this entire segment without saying the name of somebody else. Because I don't like when people compare. All they do is compare. <laughs> and he wins again. He's got three out of the four hmm. in the career Grand Slam. 24 years old. So everybody wants to bring up these names. Yes. You don't want to say Jack Nicklaus? I don't want to say that. You don't want to say Tiger Woods? Ah! <laughs> you just said it. Oh. Hey, Tiger's in a better place than he was there in, in that sound. And you know this how? Because he, be... he tweeted yesterday and it was correct. Everything was spelled correctly. Mm. And... So that wasn't one of his handlers that was doing that? <laughs> no. So it wasn't Tiffany's PR person who sent out that tweet? <laughs> Tiffany. Could have been. Tiger is fine. He said he'd gone to rehab. He's learned how to to ingest the prescription drugs better, mm. not to make a cocktail out of them. Right. While having a cocktail. No, he didn't have a cocktail. I'm joking, Tiger. Yeah. Uh, but he's in a better place, and he will be back soon. Well, that was Tiger when he was watched that tee shot on 13. Mm. <laughs> Knew all about it. He's had those moments before. He was rooting for young hook'em horns Jordan Spieth, and he just felt bad for the kid, you know? <laughs> oh. so mean. This is what Tiger has turned into, though. I felt bad for Matt Kuchar, although I was cheering for Jordan Spieth. Kuchar is one of the favorites on the tour. Kuch, man, come on. Cares. Couldn't close the deal. Feel bad for and him. And he didn't play that poorly His family down the was trip. crying and stuff. Get over it. Were they crying? Yeah. Why are they crying? Exactly. Stop crying. I'm telling you. Well, he only got how much money yesterday? Crying. Maybe that's why they were crying. <laughs> yeah, we made how much? Daddy's gonna bring over home? a million. Yeah, just open. Daddy's gonna bring home how much? Large payouts. Let's see. Uh, second uh, runner-up is yeah, over a million. One million sixty-seven thousand. So about six hundred thousand, six or seven hundred thousand. He'll bring home. Yeah, so he he missed out on eight hundred thousand dollars, roughly. By not winning. Oh. But okay. but it's still not bad. No. A million dollars in a golf tournament now, you finish second to an so all-time great you, in the you, making. You pay taxes over there in England, and then you have to pay also here in the what? States. Do you? Don't you get double double whammy? I don't know. I don't remember the last time I won a golf tournament I remember, in England. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think back. It was Phil Milkinson a couple years ago. He was lamenting the fact that uh, it was a huge... Huge hit on on, on his cash <laughs> Phil, Phil and money, man. Those two things, like peanut butter and jelly, yeah. just go together. Mm. Tell you, Whether it's uh, insider trading or it's the gambling. Hey, yeah, or, nothing to do with that. Or it's nothing. taxes, Phil, Phil and money. They mm-hmm. like to go together. That's what happens when you make a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Way to go, Jordan Speed. Hook 'em horns. Hook 'em horns, baby. Amazing display. Yeah, 61% tax rate to Phil Mickelson in 2013 when he won. 61%. Why even play? No joke. Why do you even go out there and play? Damn. For pride? You don't need that. Come on. 61? Is that the Brit and American tax? <sighs> I mean, they better. Where, where's, that, where's that money going? <laughs> no way. That can't just. That can't. That has to be between both countries. Can't just be the British. Damn. Yeah. Kind of makes That's me like, sad. Yeah. yeah. So you win at one point eight million dollars, and you bring home about three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. It goes to both governments. Yeah, sixty-one percent hit. 
Whew. So you just leave the, the you you pay the the British tax and you leave the money over there. You open up an account there. Just leave it there. Yeah. But Keep that you, in mind. But when you go back for all the people out there. Yeah. For, well, they're doing it anyway. That's what businesses are doing. <laughs> businesses are doing that anyway. Yeah. Wow. Damn, that hurts. All That's right. Rough. Coming up next, Shark Week controversy again and an odd celebration from young Jordan Spieth. It's all on the way. This is Jim Furyk, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew Bogish is back. The lone wolf in the Tiffany's People Are Telling the Truth about why she didn't show up. Have you done any investigation yet? I'm going to wait till after the show. Greg, thanks for asking. Breaking news. Uh-oh. We are 36 or so minutes away from the possibility of an answer from Hofstra <laughs> University. <laughs> oh I reached God. out to their public safety office and was told to call back after 8 a.m. Eastern. So I will oh. do that after 8 a.m. Eastern and we'll see what happens. All that for nothing. Yeah, yeah, the gentleman was confused by my request when he picked mm. up, and I said, hello, how could I uh, make a media inquiry about a possible <laughs> issue on campus? <laughs> and he said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> who is this? He must have gone to Obster, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tiffa who? Tiffany who? Oh, no, no, I didn't give any details. Tiffa what? Tiffany. If you missed it earlier, Tiffany didn't join us on Friday because allegedly her green room was broken into for her New York Lizards halftime appearance concert, stole all her stuff. She was up all night filing police reports and forgot to set an alarm the next day, and that's why she didn't call us. How many reports do you have to file? (laughs) Yeah. Stole my stuff. That's it. It's not a murder investigation. You know, it's like you're stuck in the interrogation for eight hours while they're trying to break you. I got you, Tiff. <laughs> so it's not forty-eight hours. <laughs> my cynicism. First forty-eight. Right. Yeah. Hofstra with Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. Now, Tiffany, where were you? Actually? Tiffany. Well, you know your stuff would go. Mm-hmm. Now, how many sets did you do? Just one. Okay. All right. Right. You had stuff <laughs> yeah. to steal. And she had, was she had backup singers or something? Because they said her no. crew. How, how many? How many in your crew, Tiffany? <laughs> no, no, we're talking about now, not back in nineteen eighty. No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there was the, her dancers or backup dancers were the lizards. Right, girl. Right. Yes. So, and how long was she not in the green room? I mean, halftime's yeah. not that long. I'm assuming she only sang what two songs, probably or yeah. three. <laughs> I mean, that'd be quick. And the first, I mean, the lizards and whomever they were playing. We're in the same space. I'm just picturing us refreshing Twitter, and then all of a sudden there's a picture of Peter Schwartz wearing earrings and lipstick <laughs> and, like, a really, really yeah. tight shirt. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Please tell me he's not a cross-dresser. No, but he took her stuff. You Please know. tell me, Peter. Ho, ho, ho. Peter Sports. Giants. Peter Schwartz, no. 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 Or all of a sudden on eBay, you know, you see, <laughs> you see seller Schwartz on sports with, like, <laughs> concert, concert, used <laughs> Tiffany underwear. Sequence. <laughs> uh, I don't believe any of it. Bogus is the only person who's buying this yeah, excuse. Buying yeah. that fish. That's four days old. Man. I mean, if if this is a lie, then this PR person is horrible is at their the job. Worst one ever. Yeah, and not only that, someone has got some. It must be lying to their family as well. 
Like anybody who's that <laughs> elaborate in their lies <laughs> has to also be lying in other situations. So, all right, uh, there is real news. <laughs> like Jerry Jones clearing Ezekiel Elliott of any wrongdoing, saying yesterday the NFL has no evidence of domestic violence and it's apparently never-ending investigation of allegations from last year. The Cowboy owner would not speculate on the likelihood of punishment for his running back. Recent reports that a short suspension was possible. Wideout DeAndre Hopkins expected to report to Texans training camp on time today. He held down for part of last summer to get a new contract, never got one. Hopkins slated to make $7.9 million in the option year of his rookie deal. And safety Jarrell Peppers now has his rookie deal. He is the last Browns pick to sign, which he did last night. Maybe this is the only thing that can slow down the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw leaving yesterday afternoon started after just two innings with lower back stiffness. Kershaw missed two and a half months last season with a herniated disc in his back. So manager Dave Roberts says... What he means to our ball club, um, how he's been throwing... You know, obviously, you know, when, and, and his history. So, yeah, there's there's some pause. Kershaw said this feels different than last year. The symptoms could have been much worse. He is expected to end up on the DL today, however. Before the injury, the Dodgers were connected to Yu Darvish with a trade deadline in a week. The Red Sox yet to find a third baseman on that trade market, so they are calling up their top prospect, Rafael Devers. He had 400 in a short stint in AAA after 18 homers and 56 RBI in double-A. On the field last night, the Cubs dropped the Cardinals at Wrigley 5-3. Long after the Brewers lost in Philly 6-3, the Cubs now a percentage point ahead of Milwaukee atop the NL Central. Hook'em, Jordan Spieth, is now the champion golfer of the year on top of his green jacket and U.S. Open titles from 2015. Spieth, who turns 24 on Thursday, would be the youngest ever with the career Grand Slam if he wins the PGA Championship next month. Oh, he's going to win it. Casey Kane won NASCAR's Brickyard 400, and Jamaica surprising Mexico won nothing on a free kick in the 88th minute to win their Gold Cup semifinal at the Rose Bowl. The Reggae Boys, that's with a Z, now face the Americans for the title Ooh. Wednesday night in San. Is that what they call themselves? I think they call, yeah. like, yes, yes. Now, did you see this dude for Man U, this, this young cat? It was Anthony Marshall? Who are you talking to here? I'm talking to you. You're the soccer guy. I did not see. Oh man, this he's incredible. Yeah. He got some quick feet. You got Le'Veon quick feet. How did you find out about this guy, Anthony Marshall? I watch sports every now and then. <laughs> no, but no, you, you don't. St- you stumbled across a man. You yeah, they were they were playing. They're playing here in the states, playing Real Madrid, International Cup. Hmm. Look, up, was... look up for Anthony Marshall. How do you spell that? M a r t i a l. Okay. Yeah. Martial law, like that? That's no. how you pronounce no, it. Martial like arts, rather. Yes. yes. Not martial yeah. law. Martial <laughs> law. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but he's damn good. Young, okay. Young cat, too. I think he's 17, 18, something like that. 21. Yeah, 21. Mm. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> See, there's good. your soccer he's expert. 50 million bucks for him or something. Great contract for such a young dude. Great feet. Tell you, look at his feet, man. Is this over yet? <laughs> I was just about to say. Somebody do something. Well, I was just about to say, Brian, you got us in this. You got to get us out of this. <laughs> okay, once again. Because of beautiful feet. No, no, no. We got, we got to back up now. What the f*** was that? <laughs> got to get out of it. Don't we do the update again? Thanks, Brian. Uh, Jerry Joe, no. Talk about the reggae boys. Uh, <laughs> How huge is that, though? Uh, Jamaica knocking off uh, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help. 
trying to do here? <laughs> Man. I'm trying to help out soccer. <laughs> Why? Why not? Why not? How much time you got? Why not? Man. All right. <laughs> I don't understand the popularity in Shark Week. I know many people... Yeah. Love watching it. It's a big hit on the Discovery Channel. There's mm-hmm. actually been like mock shark weeks out there. And I'm, I love the water. I love boats. I like looking at the boats when it's on. My wife's obsessed with Shark Week. I just don't understand. I mean, it's the same thing over and over again every year. Now they're yeah. starting to add other things that aren't even real to get people's attention because right. the real Shark Week isn't interesting enough. Yeah. It's like, this is a bull shark. <laughs> this is a great white. Mm-hmm. This is a tiger shark. They can eat humans from time to time. This is a guy who had his arm chopped off. This is a guy who got his leg eaten. Ooh, ooh, mm. Where do they go? Cape Cod. Guadalupe Island. They migrate. They have babies. They're adolescents. They're full grown. They're sharks. It's like, all right, I get the damn sharks. <laughs> and they're in the ocean. And they eat stuff. And I, I want to see them eating more stuff. They're at the top they're of the food chain. Come. Outside of the killer whale, I think they're at the top of the food chain. Yep. So You're correct. That's why they're going to eat stuff. Mm-hmm. Sort of like us. I wonder if they have, like, human week down below. And the sharks, like, these are the humans. They eat everything. <laughs> Chickens and cows <laughs> and all these other fish that we eat. <laughs> this is a tiger human. <laughs> so... Uh, this is a shark on drugs. <laughs> so, oh. so anyway, um, so they started doing like these fake documentaries during like Discovery Channel started like doing fake documentaries on stuff like mermaids and megalodons yeah. and things that just d- d- don't exist or don't exist anymore. I think at some point there might have been a megalodon back in the day, but don't exist anymore. So they, they do this stuff. and People go nuts because... They preview this big show about how there's going to be something, and then they it's nothing. It's fake. So it happened again last night. Yep. For weeks and weeks and weeks, we've been hearing about Michael Phelps racing a shark. Why not? You had Chad Johnson race a horse, and Michael Phelps, the world's best swimmer, the most medaled swimmer of all time, Olympic medal swimmer of all time. Why not have him go up against the shark. So I'm thinking that at some point there's got to be a shark in captivity that is kept somewhere that they put some sort of chum at the end of the pool. They get the thing to go towards it and they have Michael Phelps next to it and they see how fast they can get. They put some weed maybe at the end of <laughs> Michael Phelps's and then they have both of them race and whoever gets there first would naturally be the winner. So this is how what I think is going to happen. It turns out it's a computer-generated yes. shark. Yes. What type of bull crap is this? They took data from measurements of a shark in the ocean, used that to simulate the speed of this damn shark. <laughs> That's whack. So it's just Phelps swimming right. against nothing. Against numbers. And then they yeah, and then they end up putting the computer-generated shark in there. What a ripoff. And, and Phelps lost. He did lose. I kind of, I mean, you had to figure he would lose. No! There's some of those sharks that could swim like 50 some miles an hour, I saw. That's Michael Phelps. He puts on his headphones, he starts jamming out, he swims like a shark. Faster than a shark. A better show would have a shark eating Ryan Lochte. That would be the best show. That's it. You'd dangle him out there. That would be the better show that they could put on there. But no, no, they did they did that nonsense. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Oh, I yeah. had to go upstairs early last night. I it's like I can't I can't watch any more sharks. Mm. It's and that just not it's just no, not as appealing. I just, I just stick to Doctor Pole. 
That's even. That's more entertaining. What is that now? Dr. Poe, the uh, the vet. Oh, okay. Up in Michigan. Oh, it's a great show. Is I there, watch it on a loop, man. Good stuff. There's only so. The, the what is it? Amazing, Dr. Poe. Yeah, I don't actually. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's damn that's, good. Uh, it sounds like oh, something. All on. you future vets, <laughs> you should tune in to Dr. Poe. The amazing Dr. Poe sounds yes. like somebody on the uh, X Men. <laughs> hey, come on, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> You are terrible. <laughs> Does it not? I mean, the Incredible Dr. Paul. Oh, all right. There it is. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> so Shark Week it just got started yeah. last night. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. It just whole started. week of nothing. <laughs> nothing burger. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I mean, there's. What are you going to show me about the shark? There's... I've seen, I think I've seen everything. There is to know about the shark. Uh, me too, and that's yeah. why they've made up this nonsense. What else is there? To, what, what 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 would pique your interest? I told you, Ryan Lochte getting eaten by one. Coming up next, the continuation of the Ezekiel Elliott investigation, and Jerry Jones has something to say about it. And someone really wants that old Miss job. We'll tell you who it is. We're coming right back. It's Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Pat Militich of Showtime Sports, former fighter, scheduled to appear in studio with us at 825 Eastern Time to talk some Mayweather and McGregor. And you're going to take a picture with him? I'm not. No, I told you. <laughs> it's, like it's one thing if it's like me and Adam Richmond. It's another thing you get a fighter in here, a warrior. <laughs> Can't stand next. You to took guy. one with uh, who's it? Luke Hold. That was a long time ago. What's probably, his name? I was probably in better shape then. Luke Rockhold. Rockhold. Not Luke Hold. <laughs> it's only his good friends call him Luke Hold. <laughs> Luke Rockhold. <laughs> so, anyway, the but, latest man. Yeah, no doubt. So Jerry Jones at Cowboys opening news conference, which mm-hmm. is now a thing. Yeah. Uh, in in Oxnard, California. Oh yeah, good memories. Spoke about the Ezekiel Elliott stuff. Just flat out came out and, and and talked about it. Said, I have reviewed everything, and there is absolutely nothing. Not one thing, he said. So we're going to listen to Jerry Jones say all that right now. Zero evidence, Jerry Jones said, to support any of these claims. I have reviewed everything. As you know, he's had his complete president. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing, not one thing that I've seen that has anything to do with domestic violence. I don't want to answer anymore, but I've seen nothing. And he continues to say, my opinion, there's not even an issue over this. There's not even an issue there. So, I mean, this investigation has gone on longer than the one into Amelia Earhart's disappearance. I mean, this thing is like, (laughs) it doesn't stop. So I don't, I mean, to me, I, I know that, you know, things could happen, things could come up, but it seems like the investigation hasn't ended. It's one of those things where you get to a point where you don't see anything, and then if new information comes to light, then you go, okay, fine. This right. is the new information that came to light. But you've been investigating for over a year. I mean, either you're right. really no, lazy or bad yeah. at this. It's not drip, drip, drip here and there. There's nothing. There's no drip. The spigot has been shut off. Nothing's coming out. There's no more spigot. No. Yeah. What do you? So why are we still sitting here? And Adam Schefter a, a week ago is talking about there's possibly a two game suspension for what? If you didn't do anything, why are you suspending me? Don't give me this personal conduct policy. I didn't do a damn thing. You can't prove that there was any domestic violence. Now apparently the 
the accuser has come out and made some comments on social media. She didn't say Ezekiel Elliott's name, but she talked about overcoming certain certain things in a relationship, overcoming, uh, uh, you know, just uh, being a stronger woman, yada, yada, yada. But she didn't say Ezekiel Elliott's name, but everyone assumes that's who she's talking about. Yeah. Uh, At this point, there's got to be some sort of more concrete proof for me to believe that Something went on here, and I think that's fair. And I know that you have to be very careful in these instances, and you have to operate under the assumption that going into the investigation, you know, that that someone is telling the truth. You have to say, okay, we got to take this person for their word, at least initially, because mm-hmm. we can't be turning away victims. We see how that worked at Baylor. So you have to make sure that you take every one of these things seriously. I shouldn't say that. Let me Let me rephrase that. You shouldn't operate under the assumption that someone's telling the truth. You should take every accusation seriously. That's a better way to say it because you can't go into an investigation assuming anything. That would be a bad way to conduct an investigation. But you take all this seriously, and then you go through it, and then you find out what you find out. Um, But Jerry Jones definitely going out and supporting his player in a a tough time, and I think that that's that's a good way to be as as an owner. And and Jason Garrett also said that he stands behind, not behind, he stands behind He's running back, Zeke. We believe in Zeke Elliott. We believe very strongly in Zeke as a person and as a football player. Uh, we did our due diligence on him. Uh, we know everything about him and his background, going back to high school, going back to, to Pop Warner football, through high school and through college. And uh, we, we feel very strongly about the kind of person he is and certainly the kind of football player he is. We wouldn't have drafted him where we drafted him if we didn't believe that. Uh, having said that, uh, he's not perfect. He makes mistakes. We all make mistakes. You really have to be a bad dude if they go back to your Pop Warner days <laughs> yeah. and find some stains on your record. <laughs> Other than stains on your pants. <laughs> yeah, right. he was a horrible kid. He was terrible at Pop Warner. <laughs> really? He called me back to Pop Warner? Oh, he started man. fights all the time. He couldn't get along with anybody. He was a bully. Wow. And then they hold that against you? Yeah. <laughs> Pop Warner? Really? Wow. Went back to preschool. Yeah. There was an incident where he threw several crayons at a young student. <laughs> that student didn't initially report the incident. That's doing your due diligence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were there when he popped out of the womb. What's that phrase you use? Until there's more there, there. Yeah. And there's nothing there. Yeah, there's nothing there. Another Brian Jones bingo. Nothing there. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> As we speak. There's nothing there. But that can always change. That can always change. But for this is one of my other favorites, a full-throated endorsement yeah, or defense. That's right, full-throated. Uh, 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 by your owner. Uh, because he's. I've seen everything. I've seen all the evidence. I've seen everything the league has looked at. And there's nothing there. Zilch. Zero. So can we move on? No suspension. Better not be. The big story at the end of last week that we had, in addition to O.J. Simpson, was the Hugh Freeze escort scandal that made him step down. And now there's an open job there. Well, yes, there is an interim coach, but uh, eventually you would think that that job, there's going to be some interviews, there's going to be some stuff that happens down the road. And uh, reportedly, Les Miles is extremely interested in stepping in there and chewing on some grass, (laughs) spitting it out, or maybe swallowing it this time. Who knows? You never know over there at Ole Miss what's going on. You never know. So You're right. Uh, would that be a good choice for Ole Miss if they ended up hiring Les Miles? I'm going to say no because you look at the type of offense they run there and the type of offense he ran uh, at, at uh, LSU, 
and they don't jive. No. So it's not going to be a good mix. And he wasn't forward thinking with his offensive approach or those he hired to run his offense. So it's not going to be a good uh, a good marriage. And and you look at the, the lay of the land, you got guys like Houston Nutt, who's three-time SEC coach of the year. You have other guys who are in, in that same – who are his contemporaries. Not necessarily – you're going to say a guy in his mid-50s is old, right? And yet they can't find jobs. There's a youth movement as far as these coaches. Matt Rule goes from Temple to Bailey. Matt Rule's uh, 42. Uh, you, you've got uh, Lincoln Riley there at, at, at Oklahoma now. Was he 32? <laughs> I mean, barely in his 30s. And you have all these these young cats who are getting the head coaching jobs now because that's the trend. Uh, so I, I think they look elsewhere. The name that comes to mind for me is T. Martin uh, at, at the offensive coordinator at USC. Uh, of course, played at Tennessee, so he knows the SEC and has done a hell of a job as an offensive coordinator there at, at USC and working with Sam Darnold and, and, and others. So uh, uh, he would come top of mind having played in the SEC from Alabama, and uh, he, he can handle this type of offense and the pieces they have there currently. It's also going to be very difficult, I think, with the impending NCAA stuff looming over yes. them to get a guy who right. is going to look at Ole Miss as a place he wants to be. Right. Um, I, it, it's happened before. Sometimes you got to just roll through it with a with a guy who's not as big of a name and someone who's just happy to be a head coach and yeah. see what the best they can do. And then when you get through those sanctions, then go out and, and hire someone else. I also think you got to make sure that you hire a, a like a – None, basically, <laughs> after what they've gone through. I thought they had one. Yeah, they did, but I, a real one. You know, someone with impeccable integrity, like Matt Rule at Baylor. I mean, he was mm-hmm. the perfect guy from everything that you hear. Who knows? I mean, at this point, if yeah. Hugh Freeze, Mr. Uh, tweeting out, Jesus is Jesus that, <laughs> is, is calling hooker one and hooker two, then you never really know about anybody. But it seems like Matt Rule's like the perfect guy to put the Band-Aid on Baylor and, and, and turn that program around. And, and, after. and from a character standpoint, you would think Les Miles would be that guy as well, right? Yeah. Nothing like this occurred, uh, as far as we know, at LSU, but he's just stale. His approach was stale uh, there at LSU. That's why he's no longer at LSU. Right. I mean, the, the, the hooker scandal, like the prostitution scandal stuff, is just amazing. Like, I remember the Elliot Spitzer one here in mm-hmm. New York. That was a huge one, and then... Then you had the the sexting thing with with Anthony Weiner. There was that. Then you had the um, Rick Pitino Louisville situation when he comes back to sports. And then this, like, what's what's the next one? Let's think. Let's think about it. Who was the next prostitution? <laughs> Very large mistake. <laughs> Who's the next? One? I yeah. am not going down this rabbit hole with you. Hmm. No. Let's see. Nip. College football, pro football, or maybe not football at all. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> that dude. We haven't had one in baseball recently. Maybe that's – you got to think about oh. that. Are they due for one? <laughs> what about hockey? It's also a very good possibility. Yeah. They don't get wrapped up in a lot of stuff, but some could be coming down the pike. Yeah. Soccer, well, actually, soccer, because everything's legal over in Europe, so you won't have that issue. Everything? Pretty much everything. Everything's legal. As far as that, it's legal. In certain places, right? A lot of places. Like Amsterdam. It's not like... I knew it. It's not 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 legal. Just Amsterdam, Frankfurt, you go to Germany, it's it's legal. (laughs) But not like in London. You can't go into London. Well, maybe not London, but everywhere else. You said everywhere. Okay, well... 99.9% 99. 99. of places in Europe, yes. 
I don't believe that's true. I take England and Italy out of the equation. Everywhere else, yes. Everywhere else? Oh, yeah. In Europe. Oh, they love their bodies. Portugal. Yes. Switzerland. Okay, maybe not. That's three. Come on. Three countries out of a whole bunch. So everybody else right. in Spain that's legal? Yes. It's legal in Spain. Yes. Been to Barcelona. So was Mikey B. Did you get a hooker in Barcelona, Mikey B? <laughs> no, I know hooker. No? Is it legal? Are you familiar with that? I don't remember seeing any uh, prostitutes walking around. They're not walking around, you knucklehead. Well, I don't They're know. They're not walking around in Germany either. Certain establishments you go to. Okay. And? and what? Oh, it seems like you know a lot about this, so I'm waiting back at it. Well, when you live over there for a brief Time they give you the lay of the land doesn't mean you part of the half half tour guide half prostitute is that what it is? They, no, they no, give no. You... The authorities tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying that the, the no, women no. of the night gave you the <laughs> no, lay of the land. No, 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 no. Hey, no. <laughs> here's a tour. Man, I you know I don't I don't know if I agree with you on that. Busted oh, for soliciting a prostitute. <laughs> oh, what? On the, all the places in Europe. Oh man, a ton legal. of places in Europe. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, yeah. Did someone call up refuting or no? <laughs> I thought that you pick up the phone. I was like waiting for somebody. Like, yeah, actually, Ryan's <laughs> right about this. I lived in <laughs> I don't know prostitute. <laughs> you would agree they're not as uptight about the human body as, as we are. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean they've right. got like Coca Cola commercials with boobs in them. Yeah, yeah. I mean they yeah. don't care. Yeah. They don't care about any of that yeah. stuff. Turn on the TV. It's well. like a, a free for all. But that doesn't mean that it's legal everywhere. It's legal in the majority of places. Yeah, well, we'll, we will find that yeah. out. All right, uh, Andy Baskin. You guys are going to believe me one of these days. Man. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean that's just 99% of the places in Europe are legal prostitution. I don't know. Uh, and you already took out two huge countries, three or four that I mentioned. Italy uh, and Great Britain. And I said Switzerland, too. You said no. Okay, maybe Switzerland. No, I've never <laughs> been there. <laughs> no, <laughs> Latvia? <laughs> You think? Yeah. Text Ed Zeus Calculus. <laughs> right now. Or Giannis. He may be at a brothel. <laughs> Why you bother me? Hello, guys. <laughs> I am here with Mindy. <laughs> Meet us, Bonner. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, back into the Kyrie talk. Andy Baskin. Go right to Cleveland. Get to the bottom of this thing. G. Owen Jones, CBS Sports Radio. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.